Welcome to Lakers Carpool. My name is James Brooks. I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. The Lakers missed out on Kyrie Irving. That's the biggest news as of late, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll recap some of the Lakers' latest games. We're just going to jump right on into it. So before going and talking about the Lakers' schedule and and some of the games that they've been playing, we're going to talk a little bit about the Kyrie Irving situation. So if you haven't heard, Kyrie Irving got traded to the Dallas Mavericks yesterday um, for, you know, a decent a decent trade. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up really quick. Um, but he gets traded to the Mavericks. He gets teaming up with Luca in in Dallas, which is, you know, pretty impressive. I mean that that gives him a pretty solid backcourt, probably one of the best backcourts in the league now. And, um, you know, I I think the Dallas just had a better offer than what the Lakers could provide. So that, that I think is part of it, but then also I think the the Nets from from what it sounds like the reports and what they were wanting from the Lakers they were just wanting too much for Kyrie. So this is the the details of the trade. Uh, reportedly, is that the Nets get Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, a twenty twenty seven second round pick, twenty twenty nine first round pick that's unprotected, and a twenty twenty nine second round pick. And Dallas receives Markeith Morris and Kyrie Irving. So, I mean, Brooklyn got a decent haul there um, for the Lakers to have traded for Kyrie Irving. You know, I think the Lakers had had offered, like, Russell Westbrook 2027 and 2029 first-round picks. Um, and then I think that's probably where they started. They might have thrown in, like, Max Christie's name in there or Austin Reeves reportedly. The Nets came back and they wanted Russ, the first-round picks, Max Christie, and Austin Reeves, which, if that's the case, then honestly, I'm I'm happy with the Lakers not going for that trade and not giving up all that for Kyrie. The thing is, is if the Lakers traded for Kyrie, we would try and be as optimistic as possible. We would say, like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, Kyrie rounds out the, rounds out the, the roster and gives the Lakers someone that can make them a contender potentially. I mean, the Lakers are sitting in like 12th place, so they have a lot of work to do, even if they were to have traded for Kyrie. Um, But, you know, LeBron's won a championship with him and all that stuff. So, like, we would try and be positive if they traded for Kyrie. But in retrospect, I mean, since 2016, Kyrie does not have the greatest track record in terms of, like, being a good teammate, being a good good guy to have in the locker room just ask Boston ask Brooklyn right like it's just they haven't the tracker track record hasn't been good and to give up all of that right I know the I know we want we want Russ out I get it but it's not worth giving up those two first round picks plus Austin Reeves and Max Christie for Kyrie who who knows he comes in maybe Things don't work out. The Lakers, Lakers don't even make the play-in tournament this season, and they miss the playoffs. And he's just all mad and butthurt about something, and things don't go well. He has some sort of um, disagreement disagreement with LeBron. Like who knows? Like anything could really happen. And I think that just us Lakers fans thinking that we could pick up Kyrie and fix all our problems. I don't think that's the case. So, all in all, I think I think missing out on Kyrie isn't as bad as 
it's not as bad just knowing what it would take to bring him in uh, into a Lakers uniform. So all that being said, like I'm not I'm not too I mean like yeah, it'd be great to get Kyrie, but also it kind of, you know, you got to count your losses. It is what it is. If if we miss out on him because we wouldn't give up a ton of stuff, then I think it's probably the right decision. So in this case, I don't think the Lakers fumbled the bag or anything like that. I think it just is a tough situation. I don't think Brooklyn wanted to to give us a you know, I I don't know. I don't want to say fair deal cuz Russ is I mean, he's been playing a lot better this season than he did last season, but his value is so low that I feel like Brooklyn could kind of like do whatever they want or ask for whatever they want since Russ is like the main trade piece outside of the first round picks. Um so I feel like they could kind of do whatever they want in in one sense and just kind of ask for the world and but I mean Kyrie also is, is was requesting a trade out there but as we see what happened you know they were able to get a good good offer from Dallas that they were willing to take so the Lakers are sitting currently in 13th place in the Western Conference 25 and 29 on the season things aren't looking great LeBron's upset that the Lakers couldn't get Kyrie. I think hopefully it sounds like um, he understands that we didn't have <laughs> as good of an offer and it wouldn't have been smart to to trade our, you know, two good young players and, and those picks in in this case. And, and maybe he just noticed that Dallas just had a better offer. And it is what it is. You know, he's saying his focus has shifted away from the Kyrie situation. Time to go and figure out bigger and better things and, and whatnot. So, you know, an unhappy LeBron isn't great, but in this case, I think the Lakers' hands were tied, and it, it is kind of is what it is. So since my last episode last week, the Lakers played – let's see, where were we last time? Oh, yeah, we had just lost to the Celtics, I think. Why can't – the ESPN app is so annoying. It's like I, I go to look at the scores – and they're like missing games because you click on January and it shows you like December or February. It doesn't show you all the games. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've had a lot of games actually since my last episode. So since my last episode, the Lakers had just lost to the Celtics in what was a, you know, disappointing loss. Didn't get the foul call, all that stuff we talked about already. Um, they went on the night of the, a week ago, the night of the my last episode when I posted the Lakers were playing the Nets. And I predicted, like, yeah, the Lakers probably won't beat the Nets um, because, like, LeBron and Anthony Davis weren't playing. Well, Kevin Durant didn't play either, and the Lakers actually were in the game. They ended up losing by 17 points, 121 to 104, but they were in the game, and they could have won. It was one of those games where, like, I had marked it off as a loss, but the Lakers were in the game pretty late um, until the Nets just kind of blew them out in the, in the fourth quarter blew him out 36 to 22 in the fourth quarter so we had counted that one as a loss we were expecting a loss but surprisingly the Lakers played well well better than expected outside of you know Dennis Schroeder two for 15 from the field uh Russ five for 15 from the field you know just not great guard play uh Patrick Beverly one for eight from the field one for five from three like you know you're in a bad situation when Patrick Beverly's jacking up five three-pointers in the game so anyways, we lost that game, went on over to Madison Square Garden uh, the following night and played the Knicks. We ended up pulling out that game 129-123 to 123 in overtime. Um, another one of those games where the Lakers 
probably should have gotten it done in, in regulation, but, you know, gave up 37 points to, to Jalen Brunson. Uh, but LeBron had a triple-double, and Lakers pulled out the win, so happy to have the win. I, I feel like the last two seasons, the Lakers have had so many close finishes or overtime games. It's really not great for my health. Um, so Davis, Anthony Davis came back. You know, he was playing – he played 37 minutes, so he's back in the starting rotation. He had 27 points. LeBron had 28 points in 43 minutes. Uh, Rui had a good game, 19 points on 8 of 12 shooting. Um, Westbrook had 17 off the bench. So just overall a good, you know, good, good offensive game. I think defensively, obviously, like giving up a 37 to Brunson isn't isn't ideal, but nice to uh, get. Just at this point, any win, any win is great. So I'm not get. I'm beggars can't be choosers, you know. So, and then we played the Pacers, and that game we, I think we were getting smoked in that game. Like we were, we were down by a lot. Lakers came back, um, from like 17 down or something like that, and had a really good fourth quarter. Held the Pacers to 15 points in the fourth quarter, and won that game 112 to 111. Um, had some good defense to hold on there. Um, AD had 31 points. Uh, we gave up 27 points to Halliburton, but uh, Davis 31, LeBron 26, and let's see, terrible game from Westbrook off the bench. Two for 16 from the field, over five from three, 10 points. Just not not good overall. And then in our most recent game on Saturday. The Lakers played the Pelicans in New Orleans in a game that we absolutely should have won. We lose the game 131 to 126 by five points. We gave up like a third third quarter lead, which was like, I think, maybe at one point in double digits, at least, you know, like an eight-point lead, which, I mean, an eight-point lead in the NBA is nothing in the third quarter. But we gave up 42 points in the third quarter to the Pelicans. We had 40 points in the second quarter. So, like, we were playing – playing great up until the second half um gave up 42 points in the third quarter only scored 20 points in the fourth quarter and lost by five and in a game that really was a must-win game I think the Pelicans are the Pelicans are currently where are they well now they're in the ninth seed I think when this game was happening, they were like in the 11th seed or the 12th seed. Like they were one spot ahead of the Lakers. They had been on like a 10 game losing streak and the Lakers just, just blew it in the, in the second half. And it's just becoming like a, every night feels the same groundhogs day with the Lakers. Just every, every game feels the same. So Lakers play the thunder tomorrow night, um, nationally televised game on TNT the Thunder are terrible, I think. No, no, I mean they're not good, but they're they're in the the twelfth seed, and the Lakers are in the thirteenth seed. So that's really saying something. Um, again, another must win game. Any Western Conference game at this point is a must win game. Any, I mean, any game is a must win game for the Lakers if they want to even make the play in tournament. We are two games back from Utah in the tenth for the tenth seed to even get into the play in tournament. If the Lakers can get into the playing tournament and be healthy, again, you, it's hard to bet against LeBron and Anthony Davis if, like, Austin Reeves is healthy and Lonnie Walker's healthy and he's playing well and, and if Russ is playing well. 
Um, it's hard to bet against the Lakers. And, you know, you get Patrick Beverly in the playoffs, and he's a different animal in the playoffs. He's knowing during the season, but I think he does help the team once you get into a playoff series. So if the Lakers can make the playoffs, they could make something interesting happen. But um, it'll be inter- interesting to see what happens with Kyrie uh, Kyrie going to Dallas. I mean, the Western Conference is really pretty wide open. We talked about it last time. Outside of like the one and two seed, Memphis and, and Denver, like the Sacramento Kings are in the third seed and they're five games ahead of the Lakers who are in the 13th seed. So, you know, if you're if you're Dallas in the sixth seed, you're two games back from the third seed. Anything can happen at this point. If they go and make another move, get another role player, you know, a better defender, a wing player, something like that. I'm talking about Dallas. Um, they could make a run to, you know, make that, get to that third seed. You know, maybe getting up to, you know, they're four and a half games back from Memphis in the second seed. That might be a little too much at this point in the season. But, I mean, who knows? Anything anything can happen. So, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the Western Conference. And it'll be interesting to see what the Lakers do with the trade deadline coming up. Trade deadline, I believe, is this Thursday. Obviously, Kyrie was kind of the big guy that teams were going after, the Lakers included, as we know. And I... I don't really know what else the Lakers can do this season. Like, you know, maybe you can make a trade for, like, there, I know there's been some talks about getting some guys off the off the Raptors, like Fred Van Vliet and stuff. Maybe you do that. You know, we've already made the trade for Rui and getting a bigger wing defender kind of guy. Do we need more guards? I don't. I don't think so. But that seems to be the only thing that's like available. No one wants to trade any of their any any good wing defenders or anything like that so um you know i don't know i i honestly maybe see more of what happened last season where the lakers basically do nothing wait for the off season um russ's contract is up he either resigns for less money or he walks and the lakers just have you know a bunch of cap space and they can make some some free agent signings in the off season maybe um but at this point this season, I don't know. I mean, I think you just kind of have to hope that the Lakers can can get healthy and and make a run for the play-in tournament. And maybe you can add, like, a, someone here or there. No, no, no major, like, blockbuster trades or anything like that. But maybe you can make a, make a trade just to add some pieces. But I don't know. I don't. I don't really see anything really moving the needle too much for the Lakers. Kyrie would have been the big thing, and like I was saying before, even that would be a question because if you have to trade away Austin Reeves, I could see Austin Reeves being a, a key contributor in a in a playoff run in the same way that Austin or Austin uh, Alex Caruso was back in in uh, twenty in the twenty twenty season. You know, like I I could see Austin Reeves being a key contributor like that. So. Maybe you trade it. You, you, if you had to trade him away for Kyrie, maybe that hurts the Lakers in some ways. I mean, obviously Kyrie is better than Austin Reeves. Like you'd rather have Kyrie than Austin Reeves, but you know you got to weigh what you can, what you're bringing to the table, um, and whatnot. So all that, all that being said, the West is wide open. I mean, the Lakers can still easily, again, you know, they're three games back from Dallas, and Dallas is three games back from, or two games back from Sacramento. So. We'll see, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think I don't have high hopes for the Lakers at this point. I mean, 
Yeah, it's just tough. I mean, we should beat we should be able to beat the Thunder uh, tomorrow, and then we play the Bucks on Thursday. That'll be a tough game. Then we play the Warriors, who they've been struggling a little bit on Saturday, but they're always they're always tough to beat. And then the Trailblazers, the Pelicans again, the Warriors again, and then we see the Mavericks uh, late in February and the Grizzlies late in February. So this month, February is not an easy month for us. If we can pull out three wins like that be that's seems realistic i mean obviously we want more than that but it seems like three is like what the is like the most realistic we can get so um i'm gonna take a, take a quick break and then we'll uh take a little closer look at the rest of the the month and the schedule talk a little bit talk a little bit about lebron um we'll be right back NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt-in, and place the same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus back. Um, I mean, for instance, like, the Lakers they're playing the Thunder and the Bucks coming up um where LeBron is going for he's going for the record he's going for the all-time scoring record so I feel like um those two games would be great same game parlays for um for like betting for the Lakers I mean I personally I'd, I'd go for it um you can download the app now and sign up with code TBPN new customers can bet five dollars on the NBA and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, with code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, you know, looking looking at the Lakers' schedule with what's coming up, right? We, we have the Thunder on Tuesday, which the Lakers are strong favorites to win that game, according to ESPN, like 80% to 20%. They have, you know, we're getting healthy right now. We're getting healthy around the same time that other teams are, are getting injured, which is which is good for us. Um, we have the Thunder, which were favorites to win. The Bucks were actually favorites to win. I think that's mainly because Giannis is listed as day-to-day with an injury. So if he doesn't play, then the Lakers will be more favorited than, than if he doesn't play, obviously. The Lakers did beat the Bucks by four in their first matchup um, early in December. So, and I think the, that was a full, full strength. Yeah, Anthony Davis had 44 points that game. Giannis played, and he had 40 points himself. Like, it was a toe-to-toe matchup in a game where it was really kind of proof that the Lakers could be a playoff team that game. That's what it, that's what it felt like. You, know, you go head-to-head. Their best player had 40 points. Our best player had 44 points. You had LeBron coming in with 28 points. Russell Westbrook played pretty well off the bench. Um, and this was before we were even trading for like Rui or anything like that, obviously. So this was back when the Lakers were 9-12, and 12 and things seemed a little bit hopeful, I guess. But, um, you know, we, we've beat them before. So, like, it's a it's a winnable game, especially if Giannis doesn't play. And then we play the Warriors, which were the favorites in, 54% to 45 according to ESPN. Um, that I think is because Steph is hurt. I think he has like a knee injury. I think he hit his knee on someone else's knee. Um, 
And then we play the Trailblazers, which the Blazers are slight favorites over us. Um, the Pelicans, again, where we're heavy favorites. Um, Warriors were favorites again later this season, or later this month. Dallas, they're slight favorites over us. So, like, every game we play the rest of this month, we really have a chance that we could win. None of these games are, none of these games are really like shoe in losses, I think. But it's just a matter of how we can finish and play. If we can play complete games, which we just don't do, Lakers don't play complete games. We play well in the first half or vice versa. A lot of times we're down by like 15 points in the at halftime and come out and make it a two point game by the end of the game. And it's a close game. Maybe it goes to overtime. Maybe we win, maybe we win, maybe we, we we lose, you know. So it's um it's it's just been one of those seasons. It's just similar to last season, just not 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 very fun. It's just every game is like a is a true battle, and some of this has to do with I think bad coaching. Some of this has to do with effort, bad defense, um, injuries. Right? It's kind of all of the above. There isn't really one specific thing in my opinion that is killing the lakers i think it's it's all of you know a bunch of different things um and yeah I, you know i think i don't feel too confident that we'll win all those games that we're favorites in this month but it's you know it's hopeful at least we're we can be hopeful and, and hopefully the lakers can make some sort of um, improvements before the trade deadline to really help us make a run and, and go from there and then all in the background while this is happening, LeBron James is going for the all-time NBA scoring record, which he is um, – let me just look it up really quick. He's like 40 points away, I think, or something. Um, LeBron scoring record 61 points, 36 points. The Lakers stars 36 points away from breaking Kareem's record. So that could either happen against the Thunder uh, tomorrow if he has a big game, which would be at home, or it could happen against the Bucks, which is also at home, which is really cool. So it's cool that LeBron will break the record at home, barring some sort of injury or something. Um, otherwise, he's going to have to break it in Golden State, which is what it is. But it would be nice to see him uh, break the record in in uh, crypto.com arena it, it's likely that it'll happen um probably i mean he's averaging like 30 points a game this season i think so if he's going if you go by the averages it'll happen against the bucks um on thursday night thursday night um it's funny i was noticing that the lakers next three games are all nationally televised uh thunder on tnt the bucks on tnt and then the warriors is on abc I was like, wow, that's interesting. I mean, the Lakers are a big brand. Like, they, they play probably the most nationally televised games than any other team in the in the league. But, no, like, obviously they are right now because LeBron's about to break the record. So they're just putting all the games on national TV. So that makes sense. Um, so, I mean, that's something to look forward to, right? <laughs> Is LeBron <laughs> breaking the record? That'll be cool. So definitely tune in the next two or three games to uh, to witness history. Um, pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy that LeBron's going to break this record and, like, still has a couple more seasons under his belt, probably. Um, so, 
Yeah, it's one of those this this season. I I don't feel too hopeful, um, as I'm sure most of you are feeling. I think that the Lakers have some. I think the Rui trade was a trade in the right direction. Missing out on Kyrie was a bummer, but not not the worst thing when you look at the context of who they're asking for and all that stuff. Um, I just hope that we don't waste LeBron. I hope that we can at least get, get him in the playoffs a couple more times, at least one more time. Um, same with Anthony Davis. Like he's, he, as we saw before he got hurt earlier this season, was putting up crazy numbers, you know, 44 points, 30 points, like huge games, um, stringing them all back to back and just playing MVP caliber basketball. And it would be a shame to to waste having him on the team as well. I mean, again, we've won a championship with them, so it's not a complete waste, but the potential is so much more. You know, like we kind of feel similar. Like we can feel a little bit um, some sympathy or empathy with Clipper fans, right? Where it's like they have um, Boardman, what's his face, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, like they have all these good players and the, you know, in theory they have the, the capability of, of being a contender, but they haven't, you know, injuries and whatnot, they haven't been able to piece it together. So we're kind of in the same spot. We, I mean, we did win the championship, so it's totally different in that sense and, and, and everything. But um, since then, right, we haven't been able to string, string much together between injuries and bad trades and, and whatnot. I mean, if anything, our GM and front office has gotten in the way more than, than the Clippers. Like they've actually put together a really deep squad that should be able to run the gambit and, and injuries are really more what's been holding them back. But all that being said is um, we, it, it just would be nice to, to get AD and LeBron back in the playoffs healthy and able to, to make a run because I think they still have it in them. And I think, like I said, if the Lakers could get into the to the play-in tournament, if they could get into a play a playoff series specifically, play-in tournament's tough because it's you know you're especially as a ten seed, you're just playing in single single elimination games. But um, if you can get into a playoff series, you have LeBron, Anthony Davis. Um, hopefully, we can move Russell Westbrook <laughs> and don't have to have him. But you know. Um, Patrick Beverly, right? And then having Ruri and like Lonnie Walker and Austin Reeves and those kinds of guys, like it's not too different of a squad than what we had in 2019, 2020. It's not the most deep squad, but it's could be the perfect um, cast of characters to kind of put something together. So it would be awesome to see that happen. Um, we're kind of on the fence. Like we could make a run. We could just lose it all. And you know, hopefully LeBron going for the scoring record and, and playing hard and stuff will help push the team. But obviously we can only we can only wait and see. So, I mean, that's all I have for you guys. Um, looking forward to watching the Lakers play the Thunder tomorrow night, the Bucks on Thursday night, hopefully seeing some history happen. And until then, go Lakers. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lakers Carpool. If you enjoyed the episode, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and share it on social media with your friends. You can find the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or most places where you listen to podcasts. Again, thank you so much for listening, and go Lakers!